Greetings. Welcome. Join us. Come in. Sit down. Have a seat. And let's talk about some VR. My name is David, and we are here with the VR Download. This is Upload VR's twice a week VR podcast. This day on Thursday is when we talk about VR games. So all of you hardware nerds that talk about tech and computers and taking stuff apart and all that <laughs> nerdy stuff. Today is about the Vigi games, and that's all we care about. And I'm joined by two lovely, amazing people here. How are you guys mm. doing? I, I'm good. My name is my name is Jamie. I'm from the UK, and I work at UploadVR.com. Yeah, I'm I'm also from the UK. My name's Zena. I'm also from UploadVR.com. I'm doing wonderful. Yeah, rumor has it that you two are roommates. They're both British, so they must live in the same house. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what everyone's been playing this week. And also, you in the comments, yes, you, tell us what you have been playing this week. One of the main things you've been playing, Jamie is uh, going to be one of our big topics of the show. So um, if you want to briefly just say you've been playing it, then talk about other stuff you can. This week I've been playing uh, Hitman Free, and on PlayStation 4 it has exclusive PSVR support. You can play the entire campaign in, uh, in VR. Not only can you play the entire campaign, you can import the campaigns on Hitman 1 and 2 and play those in VR too. So there is loads and loads and loads and loads of content in this game. I think, you know, if you've listened to any of the conversations we've been having about this game in the past couple of weeks, months leading up to it, we were all really, really concerned, right? Because we knew it was just going to be using the DualShock 4 motion controls. Mm-hmm. And traditionally, our experience with those controls in a lot of games hasn't been that great. They're really, really good in AstroBot, but in a first-person shooter like Farpoint or uh, Firewall Zero Hour, both of which are uh, like amazing games to play with the aim controller, they don't really work very well with the DualShock 4 controller. And seeing as this is a first-person game, I think we were all very, very concerned that it probably wasn't going to work out very well and it would be a bit of a mess and you'd be wrestling the controls pretty much the entire game. Really, really relieved to say that is that is not the case. It is a fully functional, very playable, legitimate alternative to playing the game on a flat screen. And if, you know, if you're really into VR, it's a really, really fun way to play the game. It's... Like I said, it's all the levels. The developer IO Interactive has clearly done its homework, gone back and thought, okay, well, what can we implement motion controls into without it feeling like awkward and stiff? And that's not always successful. There's some things that don't work about it, but stuff like reaching out to, this is going to sound weird, reaching out to strangle a dude from behind is very, (laughs) very convincing and fun. You are very uniquely familiar with how that should feel, right? Like, you know... Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why I reviewed it. I I do, you know, assassinate from time to time. Not... Dabble in a strangle here and there. Yeah, you know, just like cut a piano wire when it's just hanging over someone. (laughs) But yeah, no, it works really, really well. I gave it four out of five in my review. Uh, We did a live stream of it yesterday. We've got our video review coming up uh, later today. And then we've also got a graphics comparison. David, you you are not you are not very familiar with the Hitmen, the Hitmans, if you will. So the one that I I played prior to this one was the the original Hitman Two back on PC. Yeah, Silent Assassin. Silent Assassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that one, um, I, I was immediately introduced to the jankiness of the franchise because I remember mm-hmm. the first kill I got, the it just ragdolled like through the air. And it was the funniest thing ever. And so that's always been my image of Hitman. So it's good to see that that's still pretty much how it is. Part of the series' charm is that you have this hyper, like, realistic sort of 
immersive situation of being a hitman and casing your target and going through these crowds and the leveling, you know, to paying attention and taking notes and like follow following NPCs as they walk through crowds and learning their patterns and routines. And then at the end of the day, you can just kill someone with a fish. You know, it's like you don't have to take it seriously, just like the game doesn't take itself that seriously. That's a great point because the VR support, and I think Xena will agree with this, really plays into that. There's so much silly stuff you can do. There are so many funny oh bugs. God. Some of the bugs that you'll see in video review later today are horrifying. There's one <laughs> that I I, uh, I tweeted about where face your facial features literally kind of suspend in front of you. So you see his like gorgeous eyebrows and eyelashes. Agent 47's gorgeous eyebrows and eyelashes. Yes. Not mine. I didn't bring my eyebrows and eyelashes into VR for this game. My gross eyebrows and eyelashes. (laughs) I want to give a quick shout out and say hello to Adam Hartzell, KTMHD, Media, Chris Richardson, Weston Jones, Scar Jack, everyone hello, hello. Uh, Chris has been playing Warplaned World War One Fighters on Quest. That's a side quest oh, game. The side quest thing uh, that yeah. we actually have a video and article up of on UploadVR.com. And uh, Heaney, our our god that you guys cannot hear, um, he actually wrote about that and he liked it quite a lot. He was very impressed with it. Some of the things I've been playing recently, I have uh, started trying to quote unquote exercise. A little bit more in uh, VR. I see. I haven't dove back into Supernatural yet. I want to give that a try again because I know Ian said that he's been using it regularly. Ian's so into um, it. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's kind of convinced me to give it another try. I did the first mm-hmm. month trial and um, I don't know. I just felt like I, I got almost the exact same experience out of FitXR and it doesn't cost a monthly subscription. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if Supernatural has gotten better. And I like the idea of having a trainer. So. I'll have to go back and try that again. A Beat Saber, I've been doing the Linkin Park music pack on that. A daily uh, ritual for you, I'm sure. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's it's part of my, my uh, typical playlist that I listen to anyway, so it's not even that different from the, the normal routine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's mostly what I've been playing lately. I haven't been digging into any new games too much yet. Um, Hit me in. I do plan on checking this out in VR just just to see what it's like. I have a I have a great tip for Hitman. The, this guy here, or any any guy that you strangle, when you start strangling him, <laughs> bring the controller, and, we, and you'll probably see this in the review, right? Bring the controller Definitely. all the way down behind the guy's back, and you will bend him in half. So not only are you incapacitating him via the windpipe, you are also paralyzing him for what, <laughs> oh what, surely, must, what surely must be okay, life. Okay, okay. I think this is your IRL experience seeping into your <laughs> VR knowledge now, right? <laughs> yes, of course. That's what you do. When you strangle a person, you also bend them backwards if you have that kind of strength <laughs> yeah. in you. And then you're sh- sure the job is done and finished. It does. Yeah, that's speak, the uh, list of things Hollywood got wrong. It does speak to um, <laughs> the, the interesting thing about the violence with Hitman in, in that you can do all this stuff. And obviously this is, I mean, in terms of VR violence, this is pretty full on. But they don't. They don't do the kind of Last of Us thing of trying to make it feel really, really realistic, right? They don't do anyone. They don't show pain in their expressions. They're fine with it. That's a really good way to say it. Yeah, mm, and and, and yeah, the, all okay. the meaty weapons as well. Like you can get like a samurai sword, but it doesn't like it doesn't do like a boneworksy cut or a Walking Dead cut or anything like that. It's more like a baseball oh, bat. I still, I mean, maybe this is almost a creepier way of doing it, where they they rid them of their humanity, so mm. that you're not even really killing exactly. a person. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it is very. It's very VR in that sense, actually. And 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 like punching someone, like it's it's like it's literally just like a little tap. You could tap them on the back of the hill, and they just fall over unconscious. (laughs) (laughs) So you're you're right. It's very slapstick, and I I think that works best for it. I think if they tried to do anything more ambitious, more serious, especially with developing the flat screen (laughs) game at the same same time, it Uh, probably wouldn't work. G dog, G dog in the chat said yes. They have accepted death. (laughs) <laughs> i'm fine with it it's okay whenever they, they whenever they sign their contract to be an npc and hitman they've already signed away their life they already know <laughs> <laughs> um i just want to touch on just because i wasn't in uh the download last week i jumped into battle scar and i loved it battle scar is really really good battle scar was our it's first really five good. out of five of the year follows two uh punk girls like exploring the scene in 1970s new york uh, and the things I wanted to say last week are, as you can see in this screenshot, it does like a really good job of playing with scale in very, very interesting ways. Every like 30 seconds, the kind of the storytelling style switches up and gives you yeah. something entirely new. It's just always electric and exciting to watch. Unlike, you know, a lot of VR movies, when you can't interact with stuff, you're standing around watching two people talk or something. They can be, they can, it can feel like there's... Jamie, just press. Yep. I'm just going to finish his sentence because I know exactly what he's going to say. Uh, it can feel like it's really boring. You just want to get through it. You're just kind of looking around the scene a bit. But with Battle Scar, um, you're constantly engaged with it. And yeah, I I mm. uh, watched it last week, and I was blown away by it. It only takes about half hour, but it's essential as uh, we have put it in our review. It is essential and explosive musty. Uh, definitely recommend That's awesome. It. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, where it seems like so many VR animations, just to be perfectly blunt about it, they feel like they're non-VR animations that have just been put into a headset. And yep. so few of them really take advantage of what VR can offer for something like this. And so it's really refreshing to know that we're kind of finally reaching that point where it seems like creators are starting to understand, like, you know, someone's in VR, you know, they're inside the scene. They're not just watching it. Like you can, you can do things you couldn't do on a flat screen. And so it's, mm. it's pretty exactly. cool to see that kind of getting, um, you know, more recognition. Just a note, uh, Rosario Dawson, uh, voices the entire thing and it's, it's wonderful. It's fantastic. Oh, she I love her voice. A okay. lot into it. Um, awesome. She does a fantastic job with it. About five, definitely recommend. JT Marin says Battlecar sucked. The story was lame. So they it's not suck. for everybody. <laughs> it's not for everybody. Yeah, what kind of name is JT? Well, what kind of name yeah, is that? Yeah, man. Justin Timberlake. What's going on? Uh, we can save the, a further Hitman discussion for maybe the end of the show, um, so we can kind of recap and dive into a little more detail there. So. Um, next up is the first of the three news topics we're discussing today is Ubisoft has new job listings for uh, their VR games, presumably. We saw one of the, I think it was one of the producers on Twitter updated her bio um, to specifically mm. say that she is working on Assassin's Creed VR. Interestingly, it wasn't the title of the game. It was hashtag Assassin's Creed space for VR is what she's calling mm. it in her Twitter bio. And um, they've also listed new jobs for things like Splinter Cell. If I remember correctly, it sounds like there could be multiplayer. Is that right? In the Splinter Cell game, Um, which would be fantastic. I I remember the multiplayer in those original games. They were so fun. I don't know how to feel about Splinter Cell multiplayer. I was kind of hoping they'd just go all in on the single player experience, to be honest. 
I just I have this thing about VR multiplayer where you know if you're not, I'm sure it's going to be good, but you're just opening up yourself opening yourself up to so much potential yeah. for failure. I mean, and I, well, yeah, I think the series has you know it has um, roots in multiplayer because those older games used to it used to be a big feature of it. So it's not like a random. Yeah, thing. well, that's true, and 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 it was it did used to be in in Assassin's Creed as well. But mm-hmm. I mean, both both ga- both series eventually ditched multiplayer, right? It, I don't yeah. think it was in Blacklist. I don't think it was in Splinter Cell Conviction. Certainly, the last couple of them haven't had the multiplayer that was introduced in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. So yeah, to me, no, you're right. I this yeah I I don't know if this is what you were talking about earlier, but this has really fantastic co-op support when they do up they do co-op campaigns. So if they if they did a two-player three-player co-op campaign um, in VR, that would be incredible. Yeah, that, that that's be what I'm huge, hoping for. Telling point. When, whenever they say multiplayer, that's what I'm hoping for because I mean I can imagine sort of like a spy versus spy type of you know like try to catch each other sort of thing in Splinter Cell, but I think. What they really need to do and what the series is has done when it's at its best is focus on a campaign and have, you know, like defined missions, like make it like kind of like Hitman, you know, like give it a campaign, give it multiple different missions and scenarios and kind of explorable maps with different, you know, areas of objectives and areas where you can potentially like ruin things and get caught and, you know, like that's I think that's what anyone would want out of a Splinter Cell VR game is they just want. They want a good campaign because there's not. I feel like there's not enough games like that in VR. I feel like a lot of the the best yeah. ones or a lot of the the most marketed ones are, um, you know, like replayable sandboxes, procedural games, multiplayer games, and um, you know, I think Walking Dead Saints and Sinners and Half Life Alex prove that people just people want a campaign you can sink your teeth into. For like sure, it doesn't even sure. have to be twenty hours long, but. Um, you know, something that just has like missions and objectives in like a, a story. And if it has co-op support, that'd be great. That's, that's what I think people want out of Splinter Cell. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think, I think it really, like I've said this before, but all the VR stealth games out there right now, they're all really, really good, but they're all probably limited in one way or another. I think the closest I've got to feeling really immersed in a VR stealth experience is still uh, Phantom Covert Ops, which is, Really, yeah, really, really fantastic. Comparison there as well with yeah, that yeah, and it's it's that works really, really well because it has restrictions on how much a player can do, uh, an enemy can do uh, within the rules of the game because you're in the water, all the enemies are on land, so you don't have to expect too much of their AI. What I'm really, really hoping for from Splinter Cell is to deliver an experience like Aspire or Unknightly, which are two games I both really, really like. But the, the AI really, really starts to hold up thanks to that, you know, that AAA polish yeah. that Ubisoft can put on top. Um, if they yeah. if they do that, I think, and you know, maybe make these levels that you know have like multiple ways of navigating them, which is kind of what Splinter Cell has always had anyway. I think it could be a real, real big thing. I, and we'll see about the we'll see about the multiplayer. I'm, I'm trepidatious. trepidatious. Are we are we prepared? For all of the uh, the pancake tears that we that we had with Half Life once again having happening with Splinter Cell, oh where God, the, uh, yeah, the non VR gamers get upset oh, and, and whine and, <laughs> and and moan on the internet because they're the series hasn't had a new entry in so long and it's a VR exclusive. I, I hate this and blah blah blah. I will collect those tears in a jar and put them on my pancakes in the morning. 
Salty. Salty. Mike Ward brings up a good point. Budget Cuts was another solid uh, stealthy game. Yeah, true. but budget cuts is great, but budget um, cuts again falls into that yeah that AI problem. I I gave I ended up giving yeah. the first game a six out of ten because I just would like stand in a doorway, put like a knife down, and then one guy would trip over it, the other guy would come and see it and be like, oh, what's happened here? And then trip over the body. Then a third person yeah. would come along and trip over the body, and you'd be like, all right, now I can just walk through the area. As good as the game was, <laughs> but, like budget cuts just, two was far better. I will say that. Especially once yeah, they introduced the bow and arrow, I think that that made a big difference. Yeah, I still need to play budget cuts too. I will. They got to bring it to quest, um, man. Like, it's got to happen. One thing here in uh, Uchi Uchidan Uchidan, I don't know how to say it, um, has brought up an interesting uh, point that they have a lost faith in AAA developers when it comes to VR after Medal of Honor. They they have what? Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm I want the Oculus oh, Quest that to have, have an Ethernet lost, port. That they have lost faith in AAA developers after Medal of Honor. Mm, now that's a yeah, very that very interesting point. But I will say I will say that um, maybe you know it's just the fact that that was Respawn's first VR game, and uh, maybe there was pressure from EA and pressure from Oculus to fulfill bullet points on a list of requirements and. I don't know. I think Respawn's a talented team, and I think I would love to see what they could do in VR again because um, they've obviously made some incredible games. You know, Titanfall 2 is amazing. Jedi Fallen Order was very good. Apex Legends is mm-hmm. one of the best battle royals on the market. Um, they have a talented studio, so I'm confident that if given another chance, they can make a, an amazing VR game, I think. Yeah, um, and and it, <clears throat> I'm sticking with Medal of Honor, like, and uh, with what Jamie was saying about the multiplayer from I haven't played Medal of Honor, but from what I've heard is the campaign is a bit naff, but the multiplayer is actually pretty good. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. That I gave the game a three out of five, but if I had reviewed them separately, I probably would have given the campaign a two and the multiplayer a four. Yeah, mm. so so maybe with the multiplayer with Splinter Cell, like who knows, that could be the kind of saving grace there. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, yeah, it could be that situation. You're absolutely right. It's, 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 although at the same time, Medal of Honor has been, you know, multiplayer has been at the heart of that series for a long, long time. Mm. And, but and to you know, to David's point, there is some really fantastic multiplayer in, in Splinter Cell. That, I, I'm, I've got to think about that that comment though. You know, like because going into Hitman, I was worried again that it was like, well, it's their first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. they, we have no idea if, and, and I, I actually think IO did a really great job. They clearly looked at other games, and you know yeah, they but, didn't imitate stuff with the move controllers, but they did do a very, very good job. So with, I, I do have a question about had. that, though how How much of your your praise, or I guess your positive reception of Hitman, is full of caveats? You know, how much of it is this is pretty great for a PSVR game, or this is great for mm-hmm. a first VR game from a developer that probably didn't focus on it that much, you know? Is it like, yeah. would you stack this up against games that are considered the greats of VR, like, you know, Half-Life and Walking Dead and all those? Or is this, like, good for what it is? You know, which which one is it? So uh, I heard m- most of that. And what uh, I'm assuming you're asking is, uh, uh, it's, am I just saying it's great for a PSVR game or am I saying it's great for the yeah. entire industry? And that is a really, really interesting question. Um <sighs> it's it's hard to know where to come down on it because like like I said, the 
part of what I enjoyed so much about it was the relief of finding out that I wasn't fighting it half of much as half as much. But then I think I would have been fighting it half as much if it had been on PC VR with uh, touch controllers just as much as the moves because the things that weren't working for me with the motion controls were things that are still really, really, really tough to pick up with VR motion mm. controls. So stuff like using the fiber wire, I really, really struggled with in the game. Yeah. I would it, the, the motion is to like put it over someone's neck and then pull back. But I would do that and it just wouldn't register. And that's not that's not something that's necessarily specific to the DualShock 4. That's something specific to not recognizing the gestures you're doing with it. And so I think they probably would have struggled with that stuff anyway. Having said that, I, de- I, I definitely think you could elevate the game they have now to, you know, I'll say it, like five out of five territory if they went back, gave you two-handed uh, control, uh, maybe... Mm-hmm. Maybe some of the a lot of, a lot of the interactions in the game are just button presses, and if if they went back and like made it so I could actually reach out and grab like a glass and pour the poison in and stuff like that, which would take a yeah. lot of work, and I would assume that's probably not going to happen if the game ever does come to PC. I would imagine the best we'll get is just two handed support, but still lots of button press uh, presses. Um, so I, I mean the answer is 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 fifty fifty. It's 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 great on. It's great for PSVR, but I don't necessarily think they would have done a hugely better job given like the touch controllers or something like that, I guess. We have two interesting questions here in the chat. One of them is, do we think Sniper Elite VR is going to be better than Medal of Honor? Um, I think for me personally, I I think so uh, from what I've seen of that game because one thing to keep in mind here is that it's called Sniper Elite VR, but it's not just a sniping game. If you look at the most recent trailer, it's clearly got a full campaign where you go through levels, you know, like old school Medal of Honor style, Call of Duty style with different types of guns and different types of environments. So it is more robust than just a sit on a tower sniping game. Um, so that that's that's an important caveat to know that you're going to be getting something more than just sniping out of it. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the other comments that I saw here from somebody, I don't know very much about... Um, this particular developer that someone mentioned, but Adam Hartzell says Nim Sony is someone's, I guess, like uh, a, an, he's an like a, he, for he has for like a, a Patreon, and we've written about him a few times. He does like the Sonic VR. He had like a Spider-Man mm. uh, tech demo and stuff. He does some really cool like Bonework style. So Adam stuff as well. Adam has said that Ubisoft recently hired him specifically oh, for wow. VR, and so. I wanted to bring up a reference here whoa, to whoa, whoa, whoa. the person that, that made the Battle for Indoor VR um, fan game. Um, EA hired him to mm. help with VR support on Star Wars Squadrons. And so I think there is a lot of good precedent in the game industry for developers hiring fan modders and coders to improve their own actual projects. And you can see stuff like that happening all the time. Sega did it with Sonic Mania. Um, the yeah. guy that made all those fan games, yeah. they brought him on officially. Um, so stuff like this has happened before. So maybe this is a sign that Ubisoft is trying to take it seriously and make sure Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed are great. Um, that, is, that is very exciting because his demos are like top notch. He's done some really great physics work and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that could mean like potentially like, I mean, he he basically made like a Bonework style tech demo. If if they could get that running inside Splinter Cell, that'd be really, really, really exciting. Um, going back to Sniper Elite as well. Um, I, I know Xena's a big fan of Rebellion. Uh, 
just like just like me and Number uh, one I, fan. I, <laughs> but you liked uh you liked Battlezone, right like the the tech yeah, i loved it it was my first vr game and i yeah yeah Battlezone's cool King's <laughs> show me it it was very surreal yeah Battlezone's cool yeah. i liked it yeah, yeah, and and, yeah. and then they published Arca's Path and and some other VR stuff as well. So they know what they they know what they're doing. Unlike they really do, you yeah. know, Respawn had a long time to develop Medal of Honor, but it was still their first VR game. I, I think I will also say that um, they have the benefit of expectation on their side, where whenever yeah. you look at a game made by Rebellion, you your expectations are different than the next Medal of Honor from EA and Respawn. So they I think they have that. Yeah, they're B B movie. They specialize yes. in B movie. Exactly. I hate, exactly. Say, I hate when anyone says B movie. No one actually means B movie, the... Zena. <laughs> you mean B movie? I was like, why do you compare it to this? Jesus Christ. Die. Let's call it AA then. Double A <laughs> developer. Is that is that better? Thank you. Yeah, that'll yeah. that'll I just about do it. No, also, I am actually talking note. about the Jerry Seinfeld movie. Can we talk about <laughs> uh, as a side note here, the confusion that triple A means like very high budget and large and then double a means smaller when batteries are the opposite can can we talk i can't i can't say i've ever got confused by that i'm gonna be honest with you dude i've never i'm extremely lost right now i don't know if we're talking about batteries or video games i (laughs) i need a new little guidance I also feel like that's quite that's quite a jump because I, i would i would describe hitman as double a as well but i would i would Say Hitman's a bit better than you know a lot of. It's just that it's well known. Sure. Yeah. And well so, Double A and a half. <laughs> there you go. There it is. There yeah. go. Super there you, go. You, you can't get those for batteries, so you're fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting <laughs> that IO like Hitman is an indie game. You know, it literally mm. is an indie game developed and published by the same company, but you would never yeah. call that an indie game because the term has a different baggage to it. Yeah, it's like uh, I remember uh, back before Sony bought them. Ted Ted Price would always say, "We're an indie company." And I mean, eventually they did start making um, Insomniac started making indie games for a while, like proper small stuff. But now they're mm-hmm. not the giant Spider Man developers. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When are they going to make changing. another VR game? Come on now. Come on. Get yeah. Us, well, what, us, uh, what, what do you think their first PSVR game is going to be? Do you think it'll be? Within one of their existing universes, will it be a Stormland game or a Wizards game or if unspoken? Yeah, that is a deep cut. Um, <laughs> I think I think if they were going to do it, which I don't have a great amount of faith, I would love for it to be a Ratchet VR game Ooh. because oh, using, like using those. You've never played Ratchet, it's, really. They they're, they're ugly. I don't really like. Oh wow, Zena! Zena is excellent at constantly reminding me why she's never on this show. Okay, (laughs) you you see that right there? Because I I serve the truth. Okay, you people cannot handle it. Wow, Ratchet, we can't handle it. And or Clank is ugly. First of all, (laughs) Lombaxes are adorable. Second of all, you're wrong. No, I'm so right. I mean, but. But it would be okay. good to play it in. Okay, it would be good to play it in <laughs> VR because there would be lots of fun weapons and there'd be lots of mm-hmm. opportunities for you know natural mechanics, yeah. swinging like swinging the wrench, firing Mike the guns. Mike Ward said, "I think they're lovely." Mike Ward, would you like to be on the VR download? But well, you can't. <laughs> I'm here. 
<laughs> we should invite Ratchet on here. We could probably have him on here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to defend himself against Xena. Get one of those. Get one of those VR chat virtual tubers that you know wear <laughs> avatars or whatever, and they can be Ratchet. Oh. Think Xena, imagine just Xena rebranding the Ratchet and Clank series as Ratchet the Ugly Lombax. <laughs> and his ugly friend Clank. Don't have to rebrand it. Just nice. Okay. Anyway, enough about non-VR game where the characters are really ugly. Uh, the, the next, the next topic. Speaking of, no, I'm, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. The next nope. topic here is uh, we're going to be talking about Valve. Um, this is exciting news. Oh, who was ugly? Gordon because Freeman? the zombies. No, no. Okay. Anyway. Nope. We'll just anyway, say, we'll say it's a portal Ooh. robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we, we have we have some tidbits of news here, and um, as is standard with Gabe Newell, these are things he said that will then be proven to not happen in 10 years, but um, mm. it is something for us to at least chew on for the moment. Um, he has made a couple of comments about... Um, them working on more games, which mm-hmm. is exciting news. But at the same time, um, the fact that he said it the way he said it means that they probably weren't very much before now. And um, they said that they were, you know, that w- there were more VR games in development, they said previously. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, I mean, I guess that wasn't the case. And now that they are working on more, I don't know. It's very confusing. They... Um, so he said he said they're working on more single player games and he said that uh alex created a lot of excitement in the in the team to make more single player games what he didn't say Uh is more vr games and i Mm. i have this dreadful dreadful gut feeling that whatever valve is working on next is 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 not vr i i think they'll go back to making something that will make everyone really really happy I, I feel Someone here in chat I mean, said, remember when we all thought Left 4 Dead 3 was going to be in VR? No, we didn't. Mm. No. No, mm. everyone did not think that. That was never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, You are exactly. in your own little world. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, were, there were people out there, I will not name names, that tried to make you believe that it was going to happen. But that was all a farce. That's what that was. Stop trying to make Left 4 Dead 3 in VR <laughs> A thing. I would love it. I would love it, but I haven't seen anything that told me that was happening. Yeah, they, and I, I worry that when it comes to Alex, they feel like job done. We helped VR, and you know, Alex is their like prestige VR game for the next four or five years that like that everyone keeps talking about over yeah. and over and over again. It's a high watermark for VR for such a long time to come mm. until they decide to revisit it. But I personally, I think if the, if you know. God willing, they do Half Life Three. I I can't. I just don't see that being a VR game. I think that would be. They just made everyone buy the index, though. But let's let's yeah, talk well, about the maybe. Okay, we're not going to discuss spoilers, obviously, even though it's been a year. But based on how Half Life Alex ends, I think that if Half Life Three does not at least have optional VR support, that is going to piss a lot of people off. Yeah. Yeah. Mechanically, they they hint at stuff. They do hint at stuff where it's like. You're you're clearly saying there is more ground to explore here with VR. And yeah, I, I I guess I do think that will come. I guess I I think it will happen. I think you know Valve has its own dedicated hardware team. They have to be working on something. You know they they are more than likely working on another headset that might see the light of day this year or next. Um, and I think you know they'll they'll need software to support that. But at the same time, 
they could just if it was index two with some crazy new motion controller features i would put you know more money behind them doing alex the index two update than i would them making a new half-life or a new portal or Mm. whatever or or a new ip which is a shame i you know it's going to be a long time either way until we see what they're working on next. Portal, sure. Portal just seems so obvious. It's so disappointing that they haven't figured out a way to make that work in a way that they're happy with. Because, I mean, Portal VR is like that's. It just seems so. I mean, I get it. You know, if you get shot through portals at you know the speed mm. of light, you're gonna get sick probably. But probably. isn't that kind of like? I mean, my, in my head, I'm thinking, wouldn't it be funny if Glados is making fun of me for getting sick? Like that would be perfect. Yeah. That would actually be really, really good. You're right. And no, I feel like they could do a new, like a, a new IP set within the uh, the kind of aperture world where they find that kind of portal hook up for something that works with VR. I feel like maybe they thought they had it with the gravity gloves in in Half Life, mm. Alex. But those are, those are kind of more useful than they were yeah. this really novel feature. Right at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're they're gonna double down on something that they maybe maybe it's kind of the next evolution of like that Boneworks kind of physics system because you know famously Alex avoids all kinds of melee combat because Valve didn't think it could be done in the design and I personally think Boneworks absolutely proved it can be done. Um, so it'd be really yeah. cool if they if they you know went back doubled down on that kind of stuff uh, and came up with with something new because there's a there's a lot to mine from from half-life in vr still i can't believe alex didn't have like levels like where like you were caught in like a nest of head crabs and didn't have any weapons or anything like that or like you just had to defend yourself with a dustbin in vr like there's there's so much potential for cool new ideas and I, yeah, I, here's here's I, a good idea from g-dog is um they could make i mean i'm sort of uh you know fr- ad-libbing off of their idea. They said make a demo for Portal VR. I think what they could do is do like a Lab 2 type of situation where they have like a mini game in there that is Portal-esque and see what the reaction to that is. Kind of like Sony does with the Playroom VR. Uh, they've kind of um, iterated and made little demos and they did full game spinoffs afterwards. I think something like that could be effective. And um, I'll, I'll take a moment here also to give a quick shout out to people in the chat. We've got Nathan Barrett, hello. Chris Richardson and G-Dog is here, of course. James O'Loughlin, uh, Mike Ward, Will Jin, and everyone else. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. Um, the next Bioshock game should be in VR. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. I love that idea. Um, I believe Jamie probably still has a few more things to say about this. I think he got disconnected. So until then, the other half of this story is another article that we published at UploadVR.com. And that's uh, some comments from Gabe about the index shortages that everyone has experienced. Um, I don't know if you've tried to buy an index, but uh, there's a relatively good chance that you were not able to get one successfully. Um, Just like pretty much every tech product that's came out in the past six months, um, in in addition to the index, um, PS5, Series X, the new NVIDIA cards, all that stuff's been hard to get. Um, so if you if you uh, have had trouble getting an index, I'll pour one out for you, and you can go ahead and uh, list your your woes in the chat. But I think they're finally starting to kind of catch up a little bit more with production of the headset and, and getting that taken care of. And uh, hello, Zena. I see that you're back I, now. Am I sat in front of Jamie? You're sitting in Jamie's seat. Okay. Is Jamie gone? Yes. 
Yeah, he's down here. I see I see the ghosting of his head from whenever he disconnected in the past. He's literally in front of me. Yeah, so that's I don't think the viewers see that. I think they just see you sitting in the chair. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, they they don't see that. Wonderful. All right then, let's let's carry on. Yeah, Nathan, go ahead. Ask us your question. Nathan says, "I have a question for you." Upload VR. Do we have onward on VR? Yes, we do. I have reviewed it at uploadvr.com. <laughs> and um, do you have anything else to say about Valve, about uh, Half Life, about? portal or whatever anything valve being really negative there i think they have put so much into it they're trying to be like pioneers why would they give up now you know Mm -hmm. Um, i can hear you are you back now jimmy oh you can hear me okay wonderful i can yeah okay good xena's xena's gone xena's not coming back so hopefully the wi-fi okay where is that you flexing your hitman muscles or uh what what happened the art of bending the back once more as I strangled. Anyway, that was. I don't really. I didn't really do that. It's all good. I, I was just talking about Hitman. I swear. Dina, just prove to prove to the audience you're still alive, please. Just just come and say in the microphone you're still alive because I'm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, thank you, Zena. There you go. She's alive. David, what's up? <laughs> I'm doing great. I was uh, talking about Hitman 3, and um, I was talking about a murder and, you know, fun stuff like that. Mm. I think you're really going to you're really gonna like it. I think um, when you get in and just start experimenting with it, 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 there's just so much stupid fun to have with it. And, and the load times aren't that bad, which is great for PSVR. They're like, I would say they're probably still the same length as the, the normal game's load times. Uh, the, the, the only real problem is the pop-in in like crowded areas like as you walk towards a crowd people just kind of fade in through a mist but it's it's not that bad it's it's very manageable and you're you're playing it completely understanding why that's happening on an original ps4 i haven't tried it on a on ps5 but people say that's that's less of an issue there so maybe um maybe we'll try and check that out I hope they put. I hope they Word. put it in the James Bond game. I hope. I hope this means we get VR support in that James Bond game that's coming oh. out. Oh, oh, that would be very I mean, that good, would, wouldn't it? I feel like that would make sense because, especially if it's using the same engine, it's just yeah. If it feels like if they've spent all this time putting VR support into this game, uh, moving forward, it wouldn't make. I mean, it makes. I guess from a development standpoint, I can't say it doesn't make sense, but in terms of marketing a game for your audience. Would it make sense to take away such a major thing you've added, you know? Because it seems yeah, like spe- these games have always been about building on top of the past game. So hopefully especially that's what if, they do. Especially if they, they do bring, you know, VR support to PC. And you're right, mm-hmm. IO is such a like their their bread and butter is that engine. You know, one the big thing they do with every Hitman game is remaster the old games with all the updates they've made to the engine in the past three or four years so the version of hitman one and two that are in hitman three look better mm-hmm. perform better have new have all the features that are introduced in uh, in hitman three and uh, yeah now they've now they've got this vr support working across the entire series you know it's just another asset they have in that engine and yeah i they're they're also working on another secret project which i don't know might be another hitman game might be something entirely different but you know you've, you've yeah. got to hope that io is all in on on vr from from here on out would be very 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 cool 
That would be really cool. <laughs> I would love to see so much more from IO. <laughs> hey, there's uh what time is it? It's what does it say? It's uh half seven in London, which means in two and a half hours is the Resident Evil sh- showcase. Oh, so we're baby. all going to be watching with our fingers crossed that possibly, maybe there's some VR stuff happening there because either the very rumored but still very much up in the air Resident Evil 8 VR support could happen. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was also, we didn't report on this because it's a leak and I don't think ethically it was it was it it would be a great thing to report on, but... Um, there were there were murmurs that maybe there'd be some Resident Evil 4 VR happening, not to get people into overhype crazy mode, but could happen. Or be really, what if really it's cool. neither of those things? What if it's Resident Evil 7 on PC with VR support? Because it's mean, already on PC. Has, that ship has sailed, my friend, but sure. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It would be really, really cool. Imagine playing that with a Reverb G2 Uh Oh, by now man. that would be terrifying wouldn't it that would that would be something else there was a there was a leak uh for the modes coming out for resident evil 8 uh and one of them is called reverse mode and it's a capital r and then it's a capital v and it says reverse and if you reverse mm-hmm. the capital r and the capital v wait for it and i'll i'll explain it to you don't worry you get vr It's there you go. It's happening. It's happening. That's all I'm saying. That's that's about as strong of a confirmation as I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe not. But yeah, we'll I mean, find it's, out. It's in two a very and a half Capcom-y hours. that's a patented word, by the way, Capcom-y thing to Capcom-y. do. Because you know, you took you look at the logo for Resident Evil seven and they just took the E V or mm. the V I L and made it into the seven. And mm-hmm. then you have the Resident Evil Village. They took the V-I-L-L and made it to the 8. So they, they do stuff like that all the time. They called it Resident Evil 7 colon Biohazard. Well, look at that. Would you look at Heaney putting up the, the hot that. details right here? Now, you, you may tell me that the, the capital V is just a capital because there's a colon right there and grammatically it might make sense. But I, I will say no. No, no. They're clearly hinting at VR support. Clearly. Now this is you, this look, is some Kingdom Hearts type of stuff right here with the we, naming if conventions. We just block this out, you know. You you can see it rev, and then you just got to get rid of the e, and then it's rv. Also, remember, I brought up the it. point that in Japanese you read from right to left, so it's technically exactly. VR Evil Resident. Which there you go. <laughs> which is why they call it Biohazard in Japan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There, we've cracked it. We've cracked it, folks. This is, there's, you heard it here first. There's your helpful speculation for this episode of the VR download. Just don't let it be said we aren't professional. Yeah, G Dog said, grammar does not apply to games, so Jamie's right. Thank you, G Dog. I'm, I'm glad that you yeah, uh, yeah. you see the light on that. It's a very Kojima title, if, if that's what it is. It is, yeah. Maybe Kojima's making it. I don't know. Could be. There, you heard it here first. There you go. Kojima Productions <laughs> and Capcom collaborating on Resident Evil Reverse coming exclusively. <laughs> Just take off my headset and Kyle's fired me on Slack. <laughs> Ian's crying, <laughs> trying to put out all the fires. Uh, so that 
if you haven't guessed yet, that's pretty much our show for today. And mm-hmm. um, th- those are our news topics. We've got a few other tidbits and housekeeping bits to, to clean up here at the very end. Um, you might have seen on UploadVR.com we have news about an Apple headset that is apparently in uh, in in development, and it's very I exciting. Report. It is a report based on sources from Bloomberg. Uh, another great uh, article there. But that's all you get. We're not talking about it because. That's for hardware nerds, and we're game nerds here on this show. So you can tune in on Monday to learn more about that at the VR download here on YouTube or on podcast services around the world, and you can learn about it then because mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about it on this show because there's no Don't games to talk about yet. Angry not Birds Apple, you know, coming Boring. to the Apple headset only. Dislike. Thumbs down. Get out of here, Tim <laughs> Cook. You can't be and, in here yet. Uh, yeah, She's coming so through we, that door right now. No, no, Tim, go away. You can't talk about it right now. We don't want to, Tim. Go away. <laughs> yeah, let's usher him off the stage. Yeah, no, 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 no. Come on, Tim. Come on, Tim. That no, wasn't You're your cue. <laughs> uh, so here on Thursdays at 10.30 a.m. Pacific is when we record our gaming episode of this podcast. And then on Mondays at, I believe, 1 p.m. Pacific is when we do the hardware-focused version of the show. Or did that time change? So. No, I believe that's. I believe that is the time, the time that they meet. Okay, perfect. Good. And uh, tomorrow on Friday, I'll be streaming here on YouTube as well with the game. I don't know what yet. Um, it'll it'll be something. Maybe maybe some rec room with the end. It's been fun doing casual games on Fridays. I, I've I've really grown to enjoy that. We did real VR fishing two weeks ago. Last week, I played some mini golf, and I'm thinking maybe tomorrow we'll do some rec room. We'll go bowling and. Uh, do some other kind of casual games like that while we chat with everybody. And uh, yeah, so thank you everybody for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show here today. Um, Obviously make sure you check out uploadvr.com for all the latest news, reviews, interviews, and more. Um, Our our review of Hitman 3 is live. You can see a video review of that soon. Um, We've got coverage of all the latest VR games and um, all the latest topics and news and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, so thank you everybody for for joining us here. If if you would like to support the the website and the channel more, you can buy an upload VR t shirt at Amazon.com, and you can wear it around the world and tell everyone how great upload VR is. Or you can just buy it and never wear it. Either way, it still gives us money, so you should do that. Mm. And you can also subscribe to our channel here by hitting the join button. That gives you some perks, like some little emojis down in the chat. And you get okay. to say that you are a member with a badge next to your name and all that good stuff. So uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Hope you have a wonderful day, wonderful weekend, and we will see you all again next time. Bye, guys.